Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. Okay, price of gas. I'll bullet point this ever so quickly. I don't want to talk about it, but it... So I filled up my wife's vehicle yesterday to the tune of $144. Oh. There was literal vomit in the back of my throat. Yeah. And you, what's interesting is, well, Pumpy, you could see everyone else with that look of disgust on their face. The grayish. Like, I don't want to be look. doing this. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that I started the trend, but I'm definitely not the only person. I went and filled. I didn't fill up yesterday. I put yeah. 50 bucks in. That's all I'm doing now is putting 50 bucks at a time. But I looked at the the um, pump beside me and the two across from me. Yeah. They were all at 50 bucks. That's all people oh. are doing. The fifty dollars preset fifty bucks and hope for the best for the next time around. <laughs> you can't even say the fifty dollars fill. It's just the fifty dollars yep. top up. Fifty dollars, yeah. maybe half, maybe. So prices jump two cents a liter, uh, or will jump two cents a liter at minimum. You'll see about a buck sixty ish, depending on the region. Again, a few cents up, a few cents down. By tomorrow, they're going to jump seven cents to now a dollar sixty seven per liter. This is for regular. This is there's no oil change, no checking a tire pressure, not none of that. Um, and it could be a dollar ninety per liter in the GTA in a matter of weeks, four to five weeks, uh, almost two disgusting. bucks a liter. So, what did you say off the air, Laura? Laura you were calling two dollar a liter by when? Did you say? Oh, for sure, it's going to be two bucks by the end, the end of the month. Yeah, there's no way in my mind that's not happening based on the jump it's been in in one month. Oh, yeah. No, nope, we're going to hit two. This is a tough one. Uh, barrel of oil, about a buck six yesterday, like $106 uh, per barrel of crude. Now, the thing where this gets interesting, and yeah, you can be conspiracy theorists, but even those on the expert side are going, even with Russia and Ukraine and what's going on in that part of the world, Russia only deals with between 11 and 13% of, of, of gas. So it shouldn't. it does not equate to that kind of spike. That's the thing. We pull enough oil out of the Middle East, enough oil out of the various spots in North America, and, and ocean oil rigs too. So this is this is a lot of opportunity and shocker. Big companies want to have some big profits. So unfortunately, it's on the backs of all of us. We can alleviate some of this pressure, even if it's a one-time thing. It's still one hundred dollars in free gas. Laura Geddes is your best friend at eight o'clock each and every weekday morning. <laughs> you know I got you on that one. I'm just looking too. Uh, you guys might have missed this over over Christmas. Yep. I think it was Norway just approved another 36, 46 oil rigs in the ocean. We're going to oh. destroy everything. Can we not keep prices down? Yeah, right. Can there be some like, net benefit? Can in there be some yeah. balance here? <laughs> yeah, so it's, it is rather disgusting. And so sorry that we have to pass that news along. Again, at times you want to be, you know, put your head in the sand and you kind of ignore it. But if, if you have any sort of driving or commuting delivery people, we feel for you and all of this. Um 8 a.m., keyword, send a text message, boom. Um, before the end of the show, you'll know if you've won yourself that 100 bucks in gas. So and I'm just saying, you lock eyes with somebody at the pump and they see you are going to 100 bucks instead of 50? Ah, uh, could be a little love moment there. <laughs> you, you're the real MVP. Sugar yeah. person vibes. You know? <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. Forget about the... Heart of the Ocean Diamond Necklace from Titanic. There are now thousands of Porsches, Lamborghinis, and Bentleys headed to a grave at the bottom of the ocean off the coast of Portugal. So a couple of weeks oh. ago. So here's the story. You got this huge cargo ship called the Felicity Ace. It ju- it's a car hauler back and forth from Europe to North America. So it caught fire while uh, transporting almost 4,000 luxury cars from Europe 
to North America, and it sank. Now, good good news. The Portuguese Navy, they rescued all of the crew members, thankfully. Uh, and, and a salvage team actually extinguished the fire-ish. They tried towing the ship to land, but the fire damaged it so much that it ended up taking on a, a bunch of water and then tipped over and went down. So... It's unclear what caused the fire, but the captain said once the lithium-ion batteries, because there's a ton of uh, EVs on there with Volkswagen products, some of the uh, EV Porsches. Uh, He said once those lithium batteries go up, it's almost impossible without special equipment to put out the fire, because... Well, last time I checked, uh, lithium uh, batteries on fire, water, not their best friend. No, that's Ooh, true. Yeah. yeah. So it got uh, pretty serious fast. Now, how fast, uh, or sorry, how serious? How's uh, $500 million? Oh. $500 million. That's a combo. They're estimating between 80 and and $100 million in cars alone, and then the ship costs, and then someone texted saying, yeah, like... Of the Lambos, the the best lies is that includes a Lambo uh, Hurricane, which is like the Lambo of all Lambos. <laughs> Absolutely, your Texas bang on those, like they are phenomenal. Are they really vehicles. fancy? Oh. Are they like oh. I'm Batman? Are they those type of Lambos? Very they- much so. They <laughs> that's a good visual, Laura. Actually, the Hurricane it does have sharp edges to it, even with some rounded corners. For some context, the Titanic cost seven and a half million dollars at the time to build, which with inflation is two hundred million. So the Titanic itself was $200 million worth. <laughs> this is $500 million worth. <laughs> it's the, this, is, this is a tough one, man. It, I mean, So I want to know, so Jeff, and, and I did not know that last week, you were talking about this sunken treasure that yeah. people were fighting over that's in the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. What is going to happen? There's going to be a full-on cat converter brawl. <laughs> Under the sea. It'll be, you know. Are waterlogged ones still good? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So you've got that hurricane. So it costs $245,000 Canadian if you want to buy one at minimum without any upgrades. But now, are they going to salvage it? I would imagine they'll try in some way, shape, or form. That's a lot of metal Mm -hmm. underwater. It's going to be all in in insurance dealings now. But here's the bad news. And you're like, what? Uh, The bad news is the major environmental mess. The ship had... 2,000 metric tons of fuel and another 2,000 oh. metric tons of oil. Of course. Yeah. So, there's that. The car, You know, the car... It, well, it's... Those vehicles, the most part, were for wealthy, high-income uh, earners. It still sucks that you, you... For whatever the reason, or however you did it, you saved and bought yourself a nice, fancy car. It's gone. But it's the environmental side. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, that's the worst. That's a sure. shin kick for uh, just planet Earth, Earth in itself. So so we'll see. Now they're, uh, the dealers are dealing with all their customers and cars. And because they were VWs. There were just some uh, everyday drivers in there, too, that, that people... Some. Yeah, not many. <laughs> <laughs> some. <laughs> Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio. We had the... And I call it a luxury. During the, the pandemic, Lovato, we were able to come into the station for the most part. So we had a regular routine. We had our spaces. And it was the the office staff that they were able to work remotely from home. For the vast majority on a laptop and, and or tablet and able to kind of go through their day-to-day. But we can't take all of this stuff home. And with this, we have the studio that we do the show in. But then there's office hours after the show. And we very much have personalized it. Um, Benny, what would be a few things that you have on your desk? Ooh, um, I got a few Funko Pops. I've got Jeff Goldblum shirtless from Jurassic Park. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> I've got some Lego, various Lego that have yep. been stocking stuffers in the past. Um, what else? I've got a Carey Price hockey stick replica mm-hmm. from Timmy's. 
Um, yeah, various various things of yep. that ilk. My mine not that different. In uh, I mean, I've got an empty bottle of Vuv when the show had a really uh, yeah. really good report card That's once. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, a few odds and ends. Laura, we're just waiting for because I mean, technically you have like two desks. You have one in Waterloo. You got one here. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Still yet to really personalize it because we did move from the old radio station to over to the TV station as a co-locate. But now the big ask with it, 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 people like, okay, so some of us are coming back to work. Um, our personal pictures, is that passe now or is that something that we can, because we have families. I don't have any personal pics. Ben, ben, I, yeah, I've got a picture of the kids, but I think it might actually be behind my UP Funko Pop. <laughs> 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 yeah. It, do you want your coworkers seeing your personal life like that? For me, exactly. It's all on my gram anyway, so whatever. Um, uh, how about this suggestion? We should have a wall of dogs. We'll get pictures of all of our yeah. dogs. And I mean, we will. Let's be real. We have to check. So, uh, Jen, our, our awesome GM, who is so good to get us over here. Mm-hmm. The understanding is she doesn't want us putting holes in walls. So. Maybe we can get like this. I didn't hear that. The sticky what? picture hangers. Yeah. What's that? Some static on that end? I remember. Oh, you break it up. Hard to hear you from KW. <laughs> uh, I remember dorm rooms, apartments, <laughs> all sorts of places where I wasn't supposed to put holes in walls. And if it was just the hole from a screw, then you're lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what they didn't know, and we can say it now, is one day Benny and I were bored and we came up with a game called Wall Ball. Oh, yeah. We were waiting on getting into meetings with our boss. So (laughs) up on the wall, we, we had a target. But that target was actually spray paint. I found a can of black spray paint. I don't know why we had a can of black spray paint, but we did. So that's their fault for putting it in our <laughs> office. <laughs> you can't leave children unsupervised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but for anybody getting back, is this uh, personal decorations? Are we a yes, no in your workspace, your office, your cubicle? What's the 2022 vibe in, in, in decorating right now? Because I, I need to call or spring clean some items. And I, yeah. I've done that with some show props that we've used. Yep. But I maybe I put a nice little family photo up. I I'm kind of at a loss mm. of where what we're doing now that we've been all Again, over the place the last two years. For me, I just always think about getting fired. If I get fired, <laughs> no, let's be real. This is an industry people get fired all the time. I always right. use the inappropriate word for it, which is bleep canned. That's oh. my word for it. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just saying when you gotta go do that like walk and claim all your stuff, I'm cool with grabbing plants, but I don't wanna like be sullenly grabbing photos of like my people, you know? The dogs, I would leave. I'd leave them both there as like a as a gift to all. We had uh somebody work in this building whose office looked like a comic book store. Mm-hmm. Like pictures, mm-hmm. uh Funko Pops, toys, everything from from the ceiling to the floor. And he got fired, but he got fired during the pandemic and he wasn't allowed back in the office. It was the easiest 600 bucks Benny and I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say the amount of moving boxes that oh. our boss at the time had to yeah. go through. She's the one who had to do all of the packing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, Laura, I wouldn't worry. Bring in all your personal stuff. You won't be the one packing yeah. it up and getting it Pretty right. heavy stuff. That way no, they won't want to fire you. <laughs> organization, yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Five station. Virgin Radio. Talking about the return to, to work, not as in work, but the workplace. That building that pre-2020 was a normal five-day-a-week yeah. setup for you. Now, the luxury of some, it's an office. Others, it's a cubicle. Others, it's just a desk or a work area. 
Jeff's sending a text along, so he says he uh, used a front-end loader every day at work. So he's got a whole bunch. He says, go ahead, Laura, personalize it all. He says pictures of the kids, he's stickers, Hallie's empty monster cans, the energy cans. So he's <laughs> no trash. A, okay. yeah, he's got a little bit of garbage run. It, it happens. Uh, I'm uh, going to put stickers all over the desk. Now, that's not holes in the wall, so I'm just going right? yeah. to look like my skateboard in high school. I can't Boss, wait. Boss Jen said nothing about stickers. Yeah. It was just holes in the wall. Yes. Um, the recommendation for us to, to hang pictures of our dogs to do the 3N command strips, I, I hear those work wonderfully. So I have them. We'll give they them do. a go. They do work for sure. Now, pictures and personalized stuff aside... There's one life hack that Laura Geddes introduced to myself and Backstage Ben about two years ago when she joined the show. And the gift it gave us all the way through, uh, even for a good chunk of the pandemic while at the old studio. You must share. What did it cost you? Do you remember what it cost, Laura? Uh, Like maybe 30 bucks. Maybe. Oh, boy. I don't think it was that much. 30 to 40 bucks. Explain the must-have item that you need to have at your desk. Listen, this not only will solve... Uh, interpersonal issues at work due to hangriness. <laughs> it will bring you closer together because even though there are five love languages already, there is a sixth one, and it is food. Yeah, uh-huh. it's uh-huh. the universal uh, one. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't even know how long we were even doing the show together for, but I was like, you know what would be a good bonding experience is the Hamilton Beach double egg sandwich maker. Oh. Two Sammies at once. Back in the day, this oh, about a year it. ago this time, around, well, 9 o'clock every morning, you'd hear beep, beep, sometimes when we were on air. <laughs> or sizzling pre-cooked yeah. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> we all give each other a look, and we say, you know what? This is our studio. It's our show. We can do what we want. Yeah. Well, they've always said, make it a, 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 a positive like and family. uplifting environment. Yeah, make Hey, when you cook with friends, you eat with friends, think about the love and the joy, and we would try to push that out on the radio. Uh, you know, and I do actually have to credit this to the Waterloo Region Waterloo Fire Rescue because I did a ride along with them before I ever started working with you guys, and I thought it was so cool that all the firefighters make breakfast together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's such a good like team bonding experience, so... After I met you two, I was like, I know what's going to pop off here. And then we started with the basic breakfast sandwich. Then we'd get specialized cheeses oh, yeah. and, and buns. Brioche buns. Oh, oh yeah. buddy. And I brought and those you know in. Oh. And I, I'd like to say, my area was kind of decorated for a while because our unwashed spatulas and forks would just pile up for a couple weeks. Hey, good news is that, that counts ki- as decor. The kitchen is actually right in the middle between our office yeah, and the studio. Yeah. I, I think this is win-win. Um, it's already back there. I'm going to buy the first batch of groceries for this. Amazing. For the cost Woo. of one Uber Eats breakfast for one person, you could get the whole ass machine. hundred <laughs> percent. If you have any questions on it, you can slide into our, our DMs. We'll get you up to speed to make sure you have the proper egg sandwich maker for work. Because it is it, it oh, is absolutely exciting. Oh. I can't believe we're bringing it back. I'm so excited. <laughs> Who needs pictures of your family when the real joy comes? Yeah. Yeah. From a $40 egg sandwich maker. <laughs> It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. My station. Virgin Radio. It's the Help Desk. Thank you for holding. On Virgin Radio. Today's Help Desk is from Left Out Auntie. If you want to send us Help Desk, you can do that at virginradio.ca. Just click on the photo of Jeff and Laura at Backstage Ben and boom, send it in there. So Left Out Auntie says, am I the butthole for wanting to go to my niece's fifth birthday party? I'm single, no kids, and my brother and sister-in-law have two girls, two and five, and we'll call the five-year-old Kay. 
For Kay's second birthday, I wasn't invited to her kid's birthday party, but instead to a dinner the night before. Grandparents were invited to the kid's party, by the way. I was told about this dinner two days before. I already had plans for that night, and I asked why I wasn't being included in her actual second birthday party. The parents' response was that there was a limit of 16 for the party, and they wanted to make sure Kay's daycare friends could go. I told them I thought it was messed up, that I wasn't in the top 16 people to invite for my own niece's birthday, and that Kay wouldn't even remember those kids in a year. Meanwhile, I'd miss in the celebration. Fast forward to Kay's fifth birthday party. My brother and sister-in-law had me over for a birthday dinner on Sunday where I found out that they're hosting another kids party this coming weekend. My sister-in-law has invited her sister, who has kids, but not me. They said that there's a limit to how many people they can have, which I understand, but am I the butthole for wanting to make those memories with my nieces? Left out auntie. Ooh. Are you the auntie that gets really drunk at kids' birthday parties? (laughs) (laughs) I'm that aunt. I was going to say, but I think people do need to realize that just because you don't have children doesn't mean that you don't want to be involved or help out with kids' stuff. Like, I'm kind of that way too, but for example, if kid like poo-poos, then you can have it back, you know? But still, light relief duty, the fun aunt can still help with that. That is a toughie. I... I appreciate that my sister wants to be involved. Mm-hmm. Like she, she doesn't have kids of her own, so our kids are her kids. You know, yeah. like they're the ones that she gets to spoil and that sort of thing. So I appreciate that she always like it's just implied that she'll make the effort to come to town to visit or to you know during a birthday party or something like that. Sure. But that said, when we have a kid's birthday party, it's for the kids. Like we had one yeah. recently for Ollie and his friends, and it was Ollie and his friends. We didn't have. Parents. You know, we, we had a Zoom, you know, on his actual birthday, we had a Zoom meet because we're all in different towns. But if it's a kid's birthday party, it's a kid's birthday party. Yeah, and I cannot, I can see you being upset because the, you know, the sister's, sister-in-law's sister was invited to this. But I'm also looking, thinking of like my birthday parties as a kid. My cousins were always there. That's just a family thing. You yeah, know? yeah. And so do we have the info whether the mom's sister has kids? Yes. She My does have sister-in-law kids. has invited yeah. her sister who has kids. Who has kids, right, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah. Because what, you like, you invite her kids but not her? Like, all right, you got to wait in the car because we have to... This is this is tricky. It is tricky. It is hard, yep. Um, our texters do not think it's all that tricky. <laughs> Unanimously, almost. She is the butthole. <laughs> Just because... Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I hope she got but some I don't know. It's, cake it, with that wine. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Like, I mean, our texts just are a little more blunt than we are in a lot of cases. But it's well, tough yes. because you want, it, this is good intentions still. Wine aside, perhaps, it's still good intentions. You want to be a part of your niece's yeah. special day. Yeah, and it is fun to see, like, the gift opening and then, like, run around yeah. with whatever squirt gun they got, you know? Mm-hmm. It's toughy. It's toughy. One one zero five three ninety seven five ninety seven five. What's uh, what's the next move on this? Is it another conversation? Is it just accepting? Kind of. All right. Well, here's the plans that you've laid out for our little one's birthday. I'll just deal with it. Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben on Virgin Radio. I like this angle. <clears throat> it reads: Hubby and I have been talking about this situation. We think it's really weird that she isn't invited. Why would you invite the grandparents and the other sister without inviting her? At that point, she's just being excluded, and there's no way we could ever do that to our own siblings. Further, why are the grandparents invited to a kid's party? That makes 
no freaking sense. If anything, having an involved aunt there who wants to play with the kids is way better. Maybe now is a great time to ask if you can babysit your niece one time and have a special excursion for her birthday. Yeah. I like that. There's so, been a few texts saying, yeah. do your own thing, which I think is a great idea. It doesn't fix this issue, but it is a good, no. good it's pivot. Like a, yeah, it's a pivot if you can't fix it. Um, and one thing, too, that you need to realize at these kids' birthday parties is that eventually the kids are going to get to an age where they don't even want anything to do with the adults. Uh-huh. So having that extra fun day would still make you the cool aunt. Because it's its own separate day, you know? You don't have to fight for the attention from these other kids and toys. <laughs> Agreed. Who needs us? Um, then, again, we're a little bit all over. Another one that reads, kids' birthdays uh, in the moment. A kid will remember the other kids from school, daycare, who joined them. You're a family. You're always around. Take your niece for a fun day. Just auntie and niece. So that is now picking up to be a bit of a theme mm-hmm. uh, with kind of the second part of Help Desk. Yeah, and I, again... Growing up with a lot of cousins who are all, they're all my my friends. I didn't have them at my actual birthday parties as a kid, though. We'd see them at family things. Maybe there would be a family-based birthday party. Mm-hmm. But when I had my own birthday parties, those were kids from school. I did not, my brothers weren't even invited, really. Oh. I, I get it. Now, you know, how did your brothers take it? They were kind of okay with it? Well, I mean, they had no choice. Boys drool. <laughs> Duh. They didn't want to go around us. Well, on the opposite note, we did have to ship Sadie off when uh, backstage Ollie had his party, so she had to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, but get out. Here's yeah. your hat. What's your hurry? <laughs> uh, one text that says, my kids are 11 and 13, um, uh, and, and, and uncle, who's kidless, have always been, the uncle's always been invited because they just enjoy uh, going and in it, it's an extra set of hands to help as well so it's a bonus either way the kids benefit and, and the parents or the throwers of said party also have some benefit yeah, I, I don't know if where draw, you draw the line to there's hurt feelings involved and attachment and as an uncle myself I've, I've only got one niece and nephew by way of blood at least and, uh, and they're three hours away the hotel, the uh, the, hotel, the, uh, the highway only runs in one direction right now so oh, uh, oh, I, I get it oh, yes, I absolutely get it it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Yeah. My station. Virgin Radio. A couple of other things that have dropped in saying, I would invite her. As a parent who has thrown many kids' parties over the years, having an extra pair of hands, especially ones that don't have to keep an eye on their own kids, is invaluable. Not to mention she clearly loves her niece and would love to be there. Like, in a way, almost campaigning. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a big part of it. Sometimes you're lucky to have a family member that wants to be involved when they don't have to be. A hundo P. Another one says, family is forever. If she's shown an interest at being at her niece's birthday, why can't she go? She's the one person uh, that will be her niece's forever uh, life person, unlike other kids at that party. As an aunt who does not have children, I get so much joy from seeing them, uh, seeing my seven nieces and nephews on their special day. If I was excluded from these celebrations, it would definitely hurt. And if I did have children and knew that my childless sister or sister-in-law was feeling excluded for any reason, I would move mountains to make sure she felt loved. And I don't agree with someone said left out auntie sounds like a real Karen. Have you not li- been listening for the last 25 minutes? It's a misuse of the messages. word Karen. Oh. Every time a woman gets bad now, I'm like, oh, you're a Karen. You're using Karen wrong. Sorry. Yeah. Not sorry. Uh, I think that it is important to remember, though, maybe, now I'm only suggesting this, is there any chance that you are the type of house guest that may cause your hosts more work than they bargained for? And I know that's a hard thing. No, and I'm only asking that. 
Because why wouldn't... Otherwise, I can't wrap my head around why wouldn't they want the free extra help. Mm -hmm. Do they feel any need to make sure the house is spick and span before you come over? Do you think there's any kind of like underlying, well, I want to impress you because you're sister-in-law vibe? Maybe it's not the worth the energy to try and have you over. I, Does that make sense? I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I didn't even consider that, but that may be a, a consideration to this situation. Again, facts we don't necessarily know, but as we throw them all out there, uh, <laughs> some say, just show up. You know when it's happening. No, show no, up. Show no, up. No. I no, love a good five-year-old no. party drama. Well, and, no, and we're if, not doing that. And if you know, like maybe they love a Disney character, go hire one of those off of Kijiji and bring them along. Dress up as that one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hello, Netflix producers. Are we turning this into reality show? Uh, I'm just looking for it. Come on. Come on. I just... Yeah, and then someone, how is it a Karen move for wanting to be in your niece's life? Right, yeah. Exactly. Not, yeah. I say reach out to the parents, say, look, I, I, I'm feeling a little uh, dinged up here. I, I, I want to be there. Uh, and if you feel that I make a bit of a mess, I'll be on my best behavior. I'll be helpful. I just want to be there. I think, and if nothing yeah. passes that conversation, then maybe you need to reevaluate the whole thing. And, and, and yeah, maybe your only option at this point then would be a, just a special day between you and your niece. I think either way you should do that. Yeah, Hundo P. So there, we've gathered a ton of options, opinions, and, well, some we could do without, but that's Help Desk, right? We get it all. Thanks a ton every Monday and Wednesday. You want to ever be a part of it, you can go through the web at virginradio.ca. Jeff, Laura, backstage, Ben Page, and get it in there. What's the over-under then? Butthole or no? No, 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 not, no, okay. not okay. a butthole. Agreed. You're, a you're great not the butthole. Aunt. No, you're, you're a front, <laughs> for sure. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. What? A big life change for Sydney Sweeney since the airing of the season finale of Euphoria. On Crave Canada, by the way, I highly suggest you watch, uh, but it is quite a dark show. Anyway, not only has she changed her signature blonde hair, she is now like a, well, she's now on the backstage Ben side of life. She's a little bit of a ginger. <laughs> it's fun over here. Yeah. It, hey, I've been ginger before too. Gingers do have a lot of fun. I will say that. Mm-hmm. But also a massive massive rock on that finger. So people are wondering, is she engaged? Uh, We don't know a whole lot about her boyfriend, except for people point out the age gap between the two of them. I mean, she is 24. Her boyfriend is 37. He's a restaurant owner. He's also got some, his family's into some device technology as well. It's a packaging company. Bit of a mess. Don't know a lot about this guy. However, they've been dating since 2018, and I just don't know. I find celebrities who get engaged during this time when their fame is about to go up that curve at an extreme rate. I just don't know. I don't know if it's going to last. Wait, they've been da- they've been dating since she was 20 and he was 33. That makes yeah. it that makes it weirder. Uh yeah. Yeah. Um, it normally does. I think by the I would say he's trying to trying to uh, lock it down before That's what I'm yeah. thinking. That's yeah. what I'm thinking too. And I wish no ill will on anything Sydney Sweeney does because I obviously just want her to be happy. I mean, she's got a TikTok account dedicated to like fixing up her car. It's really cool. Uh, she's she's, she's all these martial arts. She's such a cool person. Yeah, she's like what? She's like a black belt in something, or she's an uh, MMA she, fighter she, or something. She's nuts. I know. If you watch the season finale, you think that that one moment would have went another way based on her qualifications. Mm. That's all I'll say. Uh, but it's interesting to see because I think the same thing with Sweet Tom Holland and Zendaya. I know they've been together for a while. I just don't know. I think this cast is about to go straight into A-lister stardom level, and I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, Dua Lipa, she's being sued 
You remember the song Levitating? I got you. There is a Florida reggae band that says it sounds just like their song they dropped in 2017. That song is called Live Your Life, and I will say it does sound quite similar. Sure does. Just show up with a check. Like, just just <laughs> give them the money and move on. Or, or put writing credits in pay them the back money or whatever, their publishing rights. I don't know which they'd qualify for. Yeah. It Something seems like rudimentary to me, though. Like, it's a fairly basic beat and rhyming scheme. You know, like, the, the flow of it. I would even believe that it's been done before 2017, yeah. you know? That could be it, but this is the messy thing. When you hear these these lawsuits, it's what... What is going to be the standard? Because they can't let some people win these lawsuits and other people not at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking um, blurred lines. You know, yeah. where where do those lawsuits start and end? I'm not sure. And Matthew McConaughey, he is doubling down saying he has never received hair transplants. This is after a surgeon said, yeah, you see that work? You see that full head of hair? That's my work. No, no, no. Matthew McConaughey said... He did not have any hair transplant surgery. He said even in the 90s, early 2000s, he was shaving his head because his hair was getting thinner and he didn't like the look of it. He said that he has been putting Regenics on his scalp every single day for the past 20 years. Regenics costs hundreds of dollars a month. It's Matthew McConaughey. I get yeah. that. <laughs> it w- There's no way that he would be just dabbing a little essential oil on his scalp going out. There it is. It. You go read the reviews. It is so hit and miss. He's mm. he's had a little bit of work done, and that's A-OK. He's got the money. I want to know when he puts this cream on. Does he do it at nighttime while he's reading those, like, fall asleep videos for you? Like, and go to sleep. But first, let me put this ointment on my scalp. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Just close your eyes and listen to the... You know? This took okay. a turn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I put ointment on my hair, I hope it doesn't sound like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, well. All right. Mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. David joins us on the line. So school drop off and then off to work uh, in accounting. So very similar to yesterday is Jody. She's in the payroll department. So similar, mm. not, I, not exactly the same. Uh, handles uh, numbers and or money. David, though, he brought the heat Quote, I'm going to beat backstage Ben, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. (laughs) So that's, uh, you know what, that's some bravado. That's a little bit of confidence. We like that. (sighs) He's rather quiet. I don't know if you're just saving this for the game, David, or uh, where your head's up. Are you feeling good with all of this? Oh, I didn't know I was on the line already, but there you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So you got kiddos in the car. Um, I got three three in the car with me here. Oh, Okay, so hopefully not a distraction, but uh, we'll see how this plays out. You're going to be up with those three trivia questions from Laura Geddes once uh, Backstage Ben heads out of the room, and then it's his time. We'll see. Most points out of three wins. All right, David. Are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was just warming up. We yep. are ready to go. He's got it. All right, David. First question. What city is McDonald's Hamburger University located in? Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> Where are they from? 
What city? Uh, San Francisco. I don't know. That was a good guess. However, incorrect. I was looking for Chicago. That is where McDonald's Hamburger University is, where restaurantees can learn all the ins and outs of owning a franchise. Second question. Being sensitive and realistic is known to having what sort of sense of life? There's no multiple choice today. <laughs> no multiple choice today. It isn't realistic. Being sensitive uh, and realistic is known to having what sort of sense to life? Uh, I don't know. No guess? No guess. It would mean a prag- pragmatic I sense of life. Right, totally. It was just on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, <laughs> dealing that's with right. dealing with things sensibly and realistically in a way that is based on practical rather than theoretical considerations. Okay, third and final question. A tandoor is a type of what? Hmm. Got a guess on this? Can it be general or specific? Uh, well, I think you can be general with this one. An animal? Uh, incorrect. (laughs) Uh, A tandoor is a type of oven, um, also known as a tenor, predominantly a cylindrical clay or metal oven used in cooking and baking. Tandoori chicken. Oh, mm, I'm hungry already for Mm -mm. lunch. Mm -hmm. All right, that was a tough one, David. No points. So you brought the heat. Now understand, normally we do give the option for... The contestant to, to trash talk backstage, Ben, but I may expect something coming back your way. Let's see. Benny! Can we just tell him I got three out of three and put some pressure on him and I'll trash talk him? Yeah, and- that could be fun. Ref Jeff, got to speak on that one. I don't know. Trebek wouldn't let it play like that back in the day. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. All right, Benny. Uh, <laughs> David actually got five out of a possible three points. What? Today. No. Bonus uh, points? Oh, for three. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, in this stage, again, Laura's usually, do you want to trash talk backstage, Ben? Ben, do you want to trash talk David or wait till you're done? <laughs> you wait till I'm done. <laughs> what, what is this about the I will be backstage, Ben? Ooh. Uh, no, I, I mean, David, he, you can still gonna, trash back. I, I'm going to beat backstage, Ben. You can get minus points on this one, Ben. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's see if this score will be beat. <laughs> Zero to three. First question, Benny. What city is McDonald's Hamburger University located in? <laughs> um, uh, New York. Incorrect. Needed Chicago. Second okay. question. Okay. Being sensitive and realistic is known to having what sort of sense to life? Oh, uh, pragmatic. Oh. <laughs> I know, David. Isn't it frustrating? (laughs) I'm shaking this microphone right now. It's so fun to watch all of this. It really, really is. Okay, third and final question. A tandoor is a type of what? Spice? Mm, No. Looking for the tandoor oven. Known for its cylindrical clay or metal oven used in cooking and baking. Oh, yeah. That's true. Well, guess what happens now? There it is. That's the dubs. 
David Ooh, Wells just barely scraped by. Yeah, I know. Uh, one nothing win, but uh, on the board, wow. it still shows as a yeah. W. It's like yeah. in hockey, an empty net goal, and still a goal. <laughs> we did get a text saying, "Uh, went three for three today. Should have called in." Oh, went three for three. That's crazy. Right? Mm. I don't know. This is the well, first time they've ever texted our radio station. I don't see any previous texts, so. That's good. Yeah, and, and if you scored uh, better than Backstage Ben and, and David, for that matter, hashtag Beat Backstage Ben. Post your score on socials and tag us. So all that being said, David, it was uh, great to chat with you. And as a parting gift, um, 50 bucks to enjoy at McDonald's. Thanks very much, guys. You're very welcome. You hang on. We'll get you all signed up. And you get an opportunity, just like David, to go 0 for 3 tomorrow to try your luck <laughs> <laughs> to see if you can beat Backstage Ben. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Listen. Stub toe, headache, hangnail for some is painful. Yep. <laughs> okay. Do you ever ever feel yourself feeling refreshed after flipping through some old photo albums? A um, little bit of nostalgia oh. in your life? I feel old after flipping. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, you two suck. Um, <laughs> is that the that's so, the cure-all? So the science, there's new data out that says taking a break to go down memory lane and uh, injecting a little nostalgia in your life really does relieve general aches and pains. So feeling nostalgic helps people overcome low levels of pain by reducing brain activity. And huh. while they've been found to reduce people's perception of pain, biological mechanisms at work have kind of remained a bit of a mystery until now because they're putting people through the fMRI machines and showing them different visual cues while they're going through some pain. They actually uh, they have a little bit of a heat gun that causes uh, a slight burn and thus pain. And there's a massive difference between just looking at, oh, there's something from yesterday to something back to your childhood. So uh, nostalgia serves various adaptive functions. So they're saying that what works? Uh, popular cartoons you watch as a kid. Oh, fun. Schoolyard games. Even oh. names of, of of childhood best friends, even vintage candy, like the big box of nerds. Whoa! Remember when you could eat sugar like that? And while it got you all hopped up, it didn't give you a stomach ache, a steak, a stomach ache or and or diarrhea, which in <laughs> adulthood, you look at half that stuff in the store and you're just might as well eat it in the bathroom. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense now because for me, when I scroll back through photos, it's just, just look at how hot I used to be. And then I'm like, what happened? You know, like what... Why doesn't where'd that shirt go? <laughs> but now it's the fact that you've got an analgesic effect off of some memories, an old photo album. That's that's pretty miraculous. Yeah, so for it, sure. It's not a placebo. It actually does do uh, things with your thalamus. I know we're going into some serious brain talk, but it's about those positive memories and and what it does for your body. And hey, Tylenol, Advil. They, I mean, they've all been helpful during, like, right now too. For anybody, I was I actually said to Benny earlier this morning, man, like, man, the barometric pressure change with the fact temps are double digits and they're cold right now. I get headaches for this time of the year for a couple of weeks. So rather than pop a pill, maybe just maybe I go back to my Chesley District High School yearbook of 1998. I I was gonna say, what? I. There was a brief period of time in my high school years that Polaroid cameras became popular again. Yeah. So I have a lot of old polar old Polaroids from like the early 2000s, which are really handy because most of my high school memories are very fuzzy. So <laughs> yep. these pictures are actually, they're not only nostalgic, but also like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Representative of the quality of how you live. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Maybe with your bad back, Laura. Lay off that Robaxa said. Yeah. Try uh, try yearbook or 
Some old childhood candy. But you know what I'm just realizing? Do I have a problem? Because every time, so a friend just sent me old photos of when I used to go to the club here in Waterloo, uh, Rev and Flying Dog. Mm -hmm. Ten years ago, me. And all I could think of was I'm that toxic person that will put a side-by-side of my current face and be like, yeah, look at how much changed. What happened? Well, it's been 10 years. You hope something's changed. I know you should think that, but I'm telling you, for me, I just pick it apart. Nah, you can't fight it. gravity. I mean, you can with all the injections, and then there's no emotion <laughs> on your head. You can do whatever you want to do to look young. <laughs> but that, that, that wouldn't help us. I mean, we are watching you through a webcam right now. Yeah. <laughs> to have no emotion, be like, oh, screen's frozen. Nope, that's her face. <laughs> <laughs>